Welcome to the Passion Business Podcast, the podcast for free spirits with a big idea who want to turn their passion into a business. I'm Anke Herman, and I'm your host. My guests today are Mira and Peter Griffiths, who share the fascinating story of how their current business, The Mind Takeaway, has been unfolding. Enjoy the episode, and as always, if you like it, don't forget to subscribe. Hello and welcome, Mira and Peter, lovely friends who are sitting in Germany. They know more about Germany than I do. I'm very excited to have you here. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Hello. Hi. So, are... what were you about to say? No, I just said, I just said we are in Berlin, actually. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, so I've taken, taken away where you are now. So, why don't you... Um, Tell people where you're from and what are you doing in Berlin? I'll go first then. I'm originally from the UK, from a little place called the Wirral. Uh, as Mira said, we're actually in Berlin at the moment. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm from Croatia originally and I had to move uh, when war started when I was a kid 12 years ago. moved to Serbia, I lived there for another 12 years I think and then moved to Dubai, where I lived for 12 years again. That's really interesting. And uh, now I'm in Berlin. How many more years we have here? <laughs> I've, been, I've been here about six and a half years. Uh, and yeah, we, we actually met in the UAE, right? Yeah. And I was there for about six years on and off, right? Yeah. Wow, quite a journey. Your 12-year pattern. <laughs> yeah, I just realized I didn't notice that before. So what are you doing? You work together or what are you doing? Well, yeah, we started a business called The Mind Takeaway. And I guess the simplest way I could say it's a coaching and consultancy company. Uh, we run workshops, retreats. We work with groups, individuals, actually from quite a diverse uh, set of backgrounds because I know a lot of people do a lot of niche things. I guess because we're a double act, Uh, although there's a lot of crossovers, we do have a lot of interests separately as well. But of late, it's quite interesting. So, for example, last week we did a relationships workshop. Yeah. And I, if you asked me about six months ago, I thought I would never go near that topic. <laughs> and I was so excited to do it. So it's really interesting that we kind of had a shop in this. Oh, yeah, we'll just work with these clients or this and that. But then it, it, it continually carries on swapping over now, Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. As we go along and as we learn, as we do one thing, then we get an idea of to do something else. And I, I think this is how it actually, if I look back, this is how it works. So from relationship works, workshop, we go, oh, okay, communication is the most important thing. And then, and then doing that. And so it kind of goes one after another. Yeah, like. I love that, how, how it evolves. There's, mm. a, a, there's an image that keeps coming back to me. It's that you need to start walking sort of to the next corner so you can have a look at what's behind it. Yeah. But until you actually start walking and get to that corner, the next thing isn't going to reveal itself. And it seems like that's what you've been doing, like walking and, you know, and be open to, to what comes your way. That's yeah, that's really, yeah, what occurred to me then as well. If I look back in hindsight, you know, I could like to say, oh, it's all, there's a neat bow on that and it was really structured and all that, but that's actually rubbish because 
yeah, it's exactly that. We took a few steps forward and then what occurred to us, well, oh, let's do that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And again, if you asked me, you know, even a year ago, I would be like, no, we need a really structured business plan and this, that and the other. But actually, that makes no sense to us anymore now. Which we had, but yeah. never really went back. We never really used it. I don't think we ever looked at it, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it makes me laugh because I remember when, when I came to Spain with that crazy idea of let's just start a sewing business, but, you know, let's make it flamenco stuff because, you know, we don't want it too simple. And first thing, it's like, oh, I need a business plan. And I downloaded a template, you know, like some several templates from the internet. And I looked at this. And I'm like, what the heck is that? Like, it was just like, that's just a bunch of assumptions. You know, we're just making up numbers. It just made no sense to me, whatever. I never filled it in because like the software engineer in me was like, oh, that's assumptions. And assumptions, as we all know, (laughs) are the mother of all, you know. And so, yeah, it just made no sense at all. So how did you, well, decide to live in Berlin because like, you know, coming both from different places. So what's the journey that brought you to Berlin? And also what's the journey that brought you to doing the work you do? It's not the mm. kind of stuff you sit at school thinking, oh, when I grow up, I want to have a coaching and consulting business, you know? It's a, sim- a little bit similar to what we were saying. It was just happening. Um, Peter was the first one to come to Berlin, 2013. Yeah, so early 2013. Yeah. And again, at that time, I had no idea or any aspiration to start a coaching business or run workshops or, any, or the like. At the time, I was concentrating on music, um, getting over a long-term relationship ending that. And then also I had many challenges with my family. My father was actually very ill as well. so. The last thing on my mind at that point was to go into any kind of business idea. Or I was just basically surviving and just trying to make sense of all of the things that are going on around me, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we reconnected. And uh, I, I already wanted to uh, leave Dubai myself. I was looking at London. I was even thinking of Vietnam. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was just, you know what was interesting? I had, so I was... I've been, my background is in physiotherapy, so I started, I started being interested in pain management, went uh, to do hypnotherapy, clinical hypnotherapy, and then that got me interested in NLP, I did NLP and coaching, and so, yeah, yeah. I was already in that, in that role, but I never thought I would do it as a business, it was part of, I was just fascinated with that stuff, and, um, and then uh, uh, I remember having a coaching session and having an insight that I was going to leave before the end of the year. It was 2014, probably sometime in February, March. And I had no idea how. And I didn't have, I had no idea where I was looking at places. So I, I looked at other places, but I never looked at Berlin. And then we reconnected, started talking. We, we know each other for, for many years before we were friends. And not really friends, but just kind of knew each other and knew a lot about each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and Peter was like, why don't you come to Berlin? And I'm like, hmm, yeah, I could do that. 
And I moved my ticket from visiting Berlin, uh, London to come to Berlin, spend here a week and a half. And I said, well, I could live here. And be, I think it was 17 December that same year that I left. Wow. Yeah, and I guess that what occurred to me, it just came from a place of wisdom because there was nothing on it. Yeah. Because we were talking about this before, you know, we spoke to you now, and it's amazing that the decisions that you kind of agonize over for days, weeks, months, sometimes even years, they're kind of probably not the right things to do. But for this, it just, it was like a download. It was like, yeah, get in contact. And, you know, what occurred to me at that moment is I would like this person to come to Berlin. But it was such a bold move because, again, if, if I'd have, you know, got up and beheaded about it, there's no way I would have even reached out and, you know, yeah, been that direct. We were and, never in relationship yeah. before that. So that was... But what was really interesting is Mira was just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then I got really shocked. I was like, oh, that's a lot about... Yeah, like, what do you wish for? <laughs> and then you freak out a bit, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's normal. Yeah. And going back to, I guess, how we got in or I got into coaching. Again, when you reverse engineer and you look back, I was a leader in many organizations for 20 odd years. And I was always coaching as a leader, but I didn't really see myself as a coach. And actually before Mira and I met, even in the UAE, uh, I started looking at meditation, started going to workshops. So again, at the time, I didn't really have anything on it. So I didn't really have any thinking around it or you know, whether it was useful or not. And then when I came to Berlin, it wasn't really on the radar at all. But interestingly, when we both started to, you know, get into a relationship, we both realized that it was a like-minded passion that we could explore the mind together. And, and actually, you had a phone support group, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, there was a point a few years ago when I was in Berlin for a year and a half, and I got offered uh, a, a project of the job to go to back to Dubai so that was we just got married and it was a bit uh, I I think everybody thought that it was a really weird thing to do especially on <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, but I it was a good opportunity it was a hard like it was hard decision because we, I was thinking a lot about it but it just made sense to do because it was a step up, a higher up position. I was, uh, I was setting up and running physiotherapy center. Um, and um, it was a great experience for me. And also being part of a big corporate uh, organization as, as I was running the center. So, uh, yeah, it just made sense to do that. And we, we were away from each other. Uh, for two years it was initially supposed to be six months but then life goes on and things happened and we, we moved it and we started our business at the time when we are in two different countries wow yeah so we were having this long distance relationship thing that we were like what's all this about and again it i would i wouldn't you know we wouldn't ever plan this that's for sure but it allowed us space to explore and go deep on some of these things that we were trying to work out for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, when Mira first said, should I take this role? I was like, oh my God, what, we're going to be away from each other? But again, when I got quiet, I realized that it had to be done for Mira. She needed that exploration to get that confidence back and take this project. 
even though as soon as I got up on my head, I was like, no, this doesn't make sense. We're going to be apart. And then obviously, you know, your friends and family, even though they meant well, they were very fearful and then just put their take on it. But, you know, we just dealt with it. And it's amazing that actually what we, you know, what we achieved in that time, again, no plans on it, just letting it unfold and taking a few steps forward. And I guess that's where the sweet spot was for us, really. But again, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, oh, okay, let's do that again. It just, it just works, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't. There's no right or wrong. There is no. Uh, I should be doing. That. Whenever I thought I should be doing something, it wasn't going in the right direction. Uh, but when, whenever we did something that that just made sense to do in that moment. And sometimes it didn't even make sense to do that anymore. It's just an insight. And then you, and you, then you go, go with that. Uh, and yes, I mean, we, uh, it's really getting really quiet with yourself and taking, taking what shows up, it seems to me. And it doesn't mean trust, yes. yeah. trust yeah. to trust yeah. that yeah. that takes you somewhere useful mm. and obviously we have to like oh i just had this idea and we just like it's like god that reminds me how i decided to move to spain i would literally walk through the old historic part of granada you know all these white cobblestone houses you know and there was the sort of market in the morning where you know you sometimes could not even tell which century you're in because there are no cars and it's like just like in the old days and in, i remember the moment there was this when there was this thought oh i'd love to live here and it and there was mm. and it didn't make sense logically yeah you know, to to leave a perfectly fine it career in london you know to just go move to spain and and do something like totally different or what what it's but that trust that like okay if there is that pull there's always the sense like okay if it's a pull it's worth following if it's a push well you know you might want to want to have um and and there was something else you said about the people around you it's mm. that i've seen a lot with with clients as well it's like my family doesn't support me Mm. And there's always this like, well, no, they won't. <laughs> Usually there's this like, oh, you're crazy until you've done it. And then they always knew. But it's mm. more about their own fears and their own. It bring, I think what comes up is more about them than about you or your, you know, your chances of success with whatever you're doing. It's it's a really it's a really great point uh, because I think I'm um, at least for me in the past I had to have an approval uh, uh, of people that are close to me in my life in order to do things uh, and I was lucky uh, uh, when my father was alive he was the one that always you want to do it yes go do it. It never really put any blocks into anything and was really, really supportive. But when he passed away, my, my freedom to do things kind of disappeared from my life because I, I didn't know where that comes from. I always thought it's coming from him. Mm. Um, 
and I went into really a, a low point in my life where I was in, I was in grief and diagnosed with depression and uh, uh, and what I learned from there, that was my turning point. What I learned from there was that I don't really need anybody to, to approve of anything that I'm doing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's okay to, to listen to people and I, maybe it gives you an insight, maybe it gives you an idea, but not blindly following what they think because they come up from their perspectives and their fears and, their, and and also us right now we sometimes have certain limiting belief that but because we know what's going on we can support each other in discovering what it is and changing it uh, but it was a big turning point for me to uh, not feel resentful towards people that had different opinions and different ideas and appeared to be stopping me from doing things you know, they just do the best that they can and uh, uh, and we still love each other. So uh, th that was the big turning point for me, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I, my, I, I relate to the, you know, the good girl. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me too. And it was, in the end, it's like so liberating to realize that, you know, no is actually perfectly acceptable answer. And people in the end, are a lot better at taking that than, than I actually used to think. Yeah. Actually, something that just pops up into my mind. How, how do you guys manage to, well, or do you manage to separate, like, the coaches from, you know, just being a normal couple? Is there this, like, don't bloody coach me moments? Or no, we don't. <laughs> Well, actually, um, Mira went a lot deeper on the NLP. I just did practitioner, you know. But initially, before we started looking at the subtractive side of psychology, we both spotted where, I'll be honest, we, we weren't trying to, you know, take it anywhere, but it just happened automatically. And then if we were, you know, in a bit of a fearful place, one of us would be saying, stop that, you know, don't, don't. Don't focus on my language, come on, you know, that kind of thing. But now it just doesn't occur to us. And actually, I'm quite happy if I don't see it and Mira gives me a gentle nudge, then I really appreciate that. Although in the moment, I probably say, you know, stupid things like anyone does in any relationship, right? But I'm a lot quicker to snap out of it and go, wow, thank you. You know, because if it's a blind spot, you, you don't see it. And, you know, you need sometimes a little nudge in the right direction, right? I don't think it's ever really occurred to us if it's an issue or... Uh, well, it's, it's interesting because I think where, uh, where we try to, to push, some, uh, push another one to see our perspective or like he needs to change this in order to see what I'm coming from, this is where it cre creates uh, 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 this feeling, oh, leave me alone, D don't try to coach me right now. But if, if for, um, I can speak to myself, but I think this is what, what's happening. If, if I generally think with nothing on it, with no my own perspective or feelings or anything, if I'm in really, really a clear mind uh, um, and I tell him, you know, I'm not sure about this, he'll be absolutely open to talk about it, be coached about it, 
Absolutely. But if I come from my own, I've got something on it, I've got my own agenda here, then it doesn't, then we get into, uh, uh, it could be an argument, it could be, oh, you know, don't do this now. But yeah, it depends how we approach it, depends from where, from which feeling we we come to. and it's same with clients, isn't it? Yeah, and I think we're lucky that because we see it clearly, and again, not always, no one can, no human can, that's the human experience, mm-hmm. right? But it, it's just going, okay, so what's all that about? Mira doesn't seem to be in a nice place. So I'm not going to push, you know? I'm just curious about what's making her think that way or, you know, what, what's, what, what's occurred to her in the moment to act in that way. Whereas before it'd be like, I must be a bad husband because Mira is saying X, Y, and Z. I'd be looking for something outside of myself. And then obviously that doesn't really fix anything, does it? It just adds to it and mitigates the problem. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, and you know, it, it grows. And every time we have a new insight about uh, the business and, uh, and uh, it's interesting as our relationship grows and we are getting to, uh, know more each other our business grows in the same way it's interesting if you enjoyed the episode don't forget to subscribe and if you're curious how having your own podcast could help you grow your business go to passionbusinesspodcast.com and grab the free resources that help you get started back to the episode I love that. It just so resonates with with my experience and and that there's always like business development is personal development. It's so closely related, especially, you know, when you have a business like a coaching business or creative business, it's so much more about, about you or like, well, not you personally, obviously like as, as a, it's more, a question of personal development, like how deep are you prepared to go and and where you're coming from. Mm. You can do like on the on the strategy and tactics and you know Facebook ads and blah blah blah. You you can do it all or everything right. But if you're not coming from the right place, it's all running against the wall, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's been a valuable lesson, you know. <laughs> Being in a relationship, husband and wife running a business, because it's quite funny when we first started looking at it. Again, we can go back in hindsight and say we we did this and we really planned it, but that's rubbish. We just experimented, got curious, and then you know, had a wobble now and again. Like, really, can we do this? Maybe we'll start arguing, but it, it just never happened. You know, we you know, like any couple or any relationship, romantic or not. You know, you're going to have difference and, of opinion, but it just. It wasn't that difficult, was it? And actually, you know, if it be stopped being fun, we'd probably stop having the business, you know? It's been an amazing ride. And actually, the more we try and plan or get a, get in the way of what's already playing out, then that's only when it gets tricky or the wheels come off. If we just have nothing on it, which obviously it's not always easy to do that when you're running a business, because I think for us, I know people say, you know, very cliched, a bit cheesy, passion first, business later. But that rings so true to us because as soon as we get a bit wobbly and think, oh, my God, we need to get this much money in, it doesn't really work, right? Yeah. Mm. And then as soon as we get back in the room and our mind's clear, we're like, ah, actually, why are we really want to do this? Because it lights us up and we really 
truly believe that it might actually help our clients or whoever we're trying to resonate with or, you know, reach out to, I guess. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's, it, there's a passion behind it all. And for me, I think it's, it's closely related to my, uh, my background in being a refugee and being in war and, you know, seeing how much people get blinded and, and do stupid things. And, and I think this is the part of me that, that kind of want to influence that. I don't know on how, how big scale, but that's the, it comes from there. Yeah. Yeah, and just what, that was a good reminder, actually. I guess we just started to explore from, you know, our experience working in corporate, working for businesses, and then from my side as being a musician, what was holding people back? So on the music side, it was people fear or judgment, you know, because when, when you produce something, you know, you have such a lot of love, sweat and tears involved when you put it out into the world. Sometimes, or this was definitely be the past, we'd be feel judged and there'd be a lot of expectation building up to, you know, pressing mm -hmm. the send button to a record label. Well, now I completely think the opposite. If I make something or I choose to go into that creative state, then I just, I love it. You know, it's, it's what lights me up. And if we can point people towards that even for a second, then that's kind of ticking the box for us, right? Mm. And it's the same in business as well. It's all the same thing. You know, what holds humans back is their thinking, right? We all create our experience. And we forget that's, that. It's that simple, isn't it? At the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but, it, but obviously it's, it's a challenge in, in real life because life gets in the way and things happen. And then same with us when we get too detailed or there's a lot of complexity that's when we know we're barking up the wrong tree yeah. yeah if if, if that, that was that's I, I guess that's something that i've been noticing more and more is that when i notice that i start complicating things and going into too many details i know that i need to stop yeah. that's that's kind of my uh, a nudge back Stop it, go back, simple, simple. What's the simplest way you can say this? What's the simplest way you can write this? What's the simplest, you know? Yeah. There's, this, there's this quote that I've got, I know, like everywhere. It's an Einstein quote, at least it's attributed to Einstein. It's genius is taking the complex and making it simple. Mm. Yeah, I love that one. And that really resonates with me because I'm a bit like, like you in that sense that, yeah, if it gets too messy, like that's just like a signal. Mm. So it's really hard. Yeah, and mm. just, you know, what occurred to me that some things do get messy. You know, there's that, um, I think it was a book I was reading on creativity. I think it's messy in the middle. Um, and actually, we, we make a good team, Mira and I, because I'm really coming up with ideas. I can smash out loads of different experiments but when it gets in that messy bit in the middle i get a bit bored if i'm really honest <laughs> but mira then cause cracks me like, really you you really want to do that now because if you take anything else on how can you focus on that and i'm like okay back in the room and then again it's that question you know what purpose is this for you know what's it going to get us is it going to really help people and then rather than have any urgency we're just like no it doesn't make sense anymore so we just stop something Whereas in the past for me, especially I would juggle a lot of things, I like to be busy, you know? Mm. But then it's like, you know, is busy always really a good thing? Not all the time. Mm. And again, I like to work on stuff and it's great. That's what lights me up, but it's like, right. Now it's, I guess it's less is more. It really is that. Mm. So we've got a lot going on. Don't get me wrong. So but, yeah, what have you got going on? 
Oh, um, regardless, next <laughs> question. <laughs> One thing, um, again, the relationship side of things, and it makes me laugh because I, I never thought I would get into relationship coaching or running workshops. But again, it lights us up. It's really cool that from a business side of it as well, you know, relationship with a business partner, your boss, could be anything, right? It's all the same thing right now. Uh, we won't. Uh, we run one recently in Berlin and it was amazing because every time we do this, we learn a lot ourselves, right? You know, someone asked me, why did you get into this stuff in the first place for exactly that? The, you know, the very thing that you're doing, pointing people back to, you know, their own well-being and clarity of mind. Every time we coach someone or we run a workshop or work with groups, I'm like, wow, didn't think about that. I always see it, you know, a very subtle different or a different flavor of it. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. What else we got? You're running a three month. Um, yeah, I've, I'm running a three months program uh, with people to uh, just really to explore how their experience is crea created. So it's it's basically you know anybody that might be struggling with something has difficulty with something, uh, you know m may even go as far as depression. Uh, or somebody who's already made some big changes in their life, but they want to know more and be more in control of their own lives and feelings. Uh, and it won't be a therapy thing. It's, it's really an exploring and people understanding why is something happening and how, so they can get insights about it, what it is and how to, how to deal with that, what to do. I mean, it will probably just change anyway, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. just by seeing what you do you just yeah. stop doing it isn't it so yeah so that's that's what i'm doing and the next two workshops are both in september so one in dubai and it's actually we just put the word expat in front because living in different countries like you Anka, we learned a lot that it's you know it can be really challenging for people especially if you're on your own to arrive in a brand new community in a new country it can be a culture shock as well so we realized that that was actually something quite useful so we reached out to friends, uh, people we know in the UAE, and they said, yeah, that could be really useful. So we're going to run a two-day workshop exploring that side of things. And then the next one we do in Berlin will be, I think, creativity and innovation. Because even though we, we do a lot of um, creative things in terms of helping people who are not just artists, but someone who wants to innovate or maybe stuck as a leader and maybe they're wanting to come up with new products or disrupt an industry. So we kept saying we would do workshops locally because even though we live in Berlin, we ended up doing a lot more stuff online, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's only recently that now we're back in the same country together. They're like, wow, we can actually do it in person. You know, wow, you know, non-digital. <laughs> yeah. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing, we're working with a few of the coaches in the UK around a, a four business mentor type program. So we started off doing a few free calls around just adding real value and getting a few entrepreneurs or people who are in, you know, um, stressful leadership roles. And again, we're probably going to do a three month program where between the four of us, we go deep on all of our, you know, different expertise and background and again same thing we just point people back to you know when you don't have a lot on your mind what next what what else can you do so it could be that you want to just wipe the slate clean and just have a you know less stress in your life get some time back have a better relationship with your family but crucially as well when you've shifted a lot of things 
what next? You know, what could you really do? If now you've got a clear mind and you're in a really nice space, how could that really impact your business in a positive way or the people that you manage, right? Yeah. And I think that's enough, right? It's quite yeah, that's plenty, that's plenty. Ah, yeah, sorry, one thing Mira's reminded me for. Over the last two years, I've been interviewing creatives all over the world. And it just started off as a bit of a um, side project. And I put a lot of the videos out on our little group. But actually, it's going to be a documentary next year. Oh. So I'm just reaching out to a few uh, people who are much better than me that putting that narrative together and refining you know, the footage because there's hours and hours. So yeah, anyone who's listening, if you want to um, reach out to us, because we're always looking to interview creatives all over the planet. And it doesn't matter what discipline you're in, just if you light up making stuff and you get into that state of flow or go somewhere else and i'm going to put my hand up for that one <laughs> yeah well for sure you'll be on the list yeah yeah so if anyone's interested then yeah reach out to us um because we're always looking for people and it's probably going to be another year before we actually stop collecting any more footage really yeah mm. yeah and that's also something that came from an insight and it's slowly going uh but it's going in a, in a in the right direction so yeah yeah it's quite interesting though, Mendo. I've learned a lot about creativity. Yeah, and actually Mira's been, been drafted in so many times to be the production crew, so she, it's been quite a good learning for both of us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just so much fun when, when you allow life to unfold, unfold. Turns out to be my favorite word, really. Yeah, it does, it does look like it when you when you allow it to unfold and it's coming through you, there is lightness to it and it goes in a certain, mm -hmm. there is no time limits to it. You can't say, you know, this has to happen then. But when we start trying to control what will happen when, this is where for me in the past, was, yeah, I've struggled with anxiety about these things. Uh, uh, whereas now I'm probably doing more, more is happening and uh, no, no, um, there's no anxiety about it. It's just unfolding one after another, after another. You know what I was reminded of? I was just reminded then that we were talking just before, you know, we got on the call with you. And I was trying to remember how do we really, what was the starting point that got, got us into thinking about the mind takeaway? And they were reminded me that actually it could have been as far back as 2014. Yeah. You see, you just forget, you put these seeds out. And like Mira said, when you've got nothing on it, uh, it, it, just, it, it just sits in the background until it's ready to take form, right? Yeah. And, and I see that so clearly when I make music or we're pointing, you know, fellow creatives. It, it, I see that play out every, everywhere in life, right? Exactly. And it's such a useful thing to know that if you've got an idea, as Mira said, you don't have to have any urgency around it. You know, just let it play out, you know, get curious about it. And if it really needs to take shape or form, then it will just happen, man. Yeah, mm. that's my experience too. I definitely signed that one. Yeah, and the, the stuff that was coming for me repetitively, uh, insight, that like it's, it's like the insight that you need uh, um, and that we kind of comes in over and over and over again and it was staying the game yeah that's so true isn't it because there's so many times when it was easier to just you think it's easier in that moment to um 
just not do certain things because it looked scary or or too complicated or too difficult but um, it just looked easier but actually staying in the game and and just taking the next step um, it's what, what takes you where where you're actually going mm. and, and it's good to know that you, you know if you did the the more you happen off and on some of these ideas and experiments that you you know start to do as a business, then that's where the power is. Because we really, it's not that we don't care. Of course, when something doesn't work, we're like, ah, oh, okay. Because sometimes you, you know, you really want it to work, right? Especially mm -hmm. if you, you'd be really like, sure. But now it, it kind of passes, it dissipates so quickly and we get over it. Whereas in the past, if I didn't have that tight structure around it and again, that rigid thing, then, you know, I'd have a lot of thinking around it. But that just doesn't occur now. So to be able to point people to that, that you know, you're free to experiment, things are going to work and you know, some things are going to bear fruit, others not, but it's okay. Yeah. And, and how many times have you had ideas that you thought, oh yeah, I've really got to, you know, it's got to happen. And all of a sudden it pops up three years later and you're like, wow, what did that happen? <laughs> so yeah, and Amira's like, duh, you, you thought about that six years ago. Yeah, you said that like five years ago. And you go, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like even for the business, uh, I remember when I came to Berlin, few, uh, just in the first year, I was doing coaching and therapy. And, uh, and Peter, Peter's idea of ideal life was uh, make music. Mm. And he told me once, he got really quiet, quiet and he said, you know, I think we are going to have a business together. And we just looked at each other, like, how? Like, you do music, I'm doing coaching, maybe I go back to physiotherapy, I don't really know what I want still. And, um, and I actually, this morning, I, I told him, like, do you remember when you said that? He said, really? No. Wow. <laughs> no idea. So it was a nice reminder. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Really? Well, that, isn't that great to know that, you know, I think... You know, that space of wisdom, it's always got your back, right? So you're always going to have those insights when, when you're ready to get that download, when you're not getting in the way of it. Exactly. Yeah. So where can people find more out more about you? Where can they go? Uh, well, it would be the website, um, so themindtakeaway.com. And, uh, and then lots of these things is going on and some of them are not published yet so i think if anybody's interested to join anything or or get to know as as we as we publish things and as we as we start programs just to sign up for the newsletter and then we don't spam people we just send them information <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah and the other group. thing is just the facebook group yeah uh, it's a nice closed group it's it's not publicly uh, posted so we have a value by posting a lot of the content that we put out yeah. and yeah that's probably a good place if you want to explore kind of what you're what we're up to or you want to get curious then again it's the same thing uh, the mind takeaway on facebook Perfect. Mm. I love the name, by, by the way. So cool. <laughs> well, thanks so that much. That came as an insight as well. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea where that came from. But one day, it was just, I think we were WhatsApping, and Mira was in Sharjah in the UAE, and I was in a meeting, and we were just back and forth really playfully, and, and then, bink, it came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's the name. He, he, he took the... the. It wasn't even planned to be a company. No, or not a that It was just, you know... 
and uh, he took the domain name and then even even for business it was quite strange because the guy told us who was opening they said we cannot have the at the beginning because of some rules in UK and uh, and he said oh, but I'll try and nobody objected so oh all right <laughs> yeah so there you are <laughs> I just love it yeah well thanks so much for coming that was such Thank a beautiful insightful Thanks. conversation and I look forward to watching what's unfolding for you next. Thank you very much and thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Passion Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss the next one.